0: Podcast. Podcast.
1: Podcast. Are we saying podcast?
2: Welcome back. Welcome back. Two fanboys and a filthy casual back at you once again. As usual, this is Dennis. This is Lewis. And this is Hill. Well, two fanboys and a filthy casual um has to address something very serious today. Um, you know, unfortunately. You know, we always joked around about how we have multiple—I um, guess you could call it—multiple like um, hosts in this um, in this podcast. And unfortunately, we had to say goodbye to a fourth, uh, our fourth original member of our podcast. And no, don't worry, Courage is still around. Um, unfortunately, our uh, our—I don't know—I'd say long, uh, long, you know, our, our long friend, but it's—it's it's been there for a while. Um, our mixture died, unfortunately, and. Uh, you know, so rest in peace, Mixer, uh, the MGX UHF or whatever it is. Um, but today we are recording on our new system called the Broadcaster Pro. No, this is not a, po- uh, we're not um, trying okay, to promote it. No promotion. But um, if you like the sound of it, please let us know because, man, uh, Harold and I are enjoying our, <laughs> um,
1: our, our, our time here. Uh, we look really professional, Lewis, just so you know. I'm excited. I can't wait to see it. I mean, I was actually kind of sad that you said uh, you were going to say like uh, one of the original members is gone. Uh, Unfortunately, Lewis is still around. (laughs) I was like, I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. No, we only make those jokes when you're
2: not here, Lewis. (laughs) I figured, right. Thank you. (laughs) Well, um, yeah, like I said, you know, uh, hopefully enjoy our new sound. Um, It's something we're still trying to experiment around with it. So if you have any comments, please let us know. Today, we have a couple of um, interesting things that we're talking about. No, in the fact that Batman, the new uh, Matt is it Matt Reeves? Is it the- Matt Reeves yeah. Oh, I'm actually remembering names today, Harold. So, um, um, knowing that Matt Reeves' Batman has already come uh, come and gone, um, I know Harold and I have not been able to watch yet. Louis, I believe, watched it today. Is that
1: true, Lou? I believe. Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> I was like, wait, I was I was there. Yes, I w- I was there. The uh, the kids were wanting to see it, so we caught an early matinee. I've never, I did not know movie theaters were open at 11 o'clock, but there we were. There, wow. uh, we were able to see a three hour freaking movie on a Sunday afternoon. So there you go. So I don't think we're going to do a review. Or no, I think we're going to hold off on that. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think but, we're going to try to celebrate. But was it really that. three hours, Lewis? Yeah, dude. It's a um, well, according to my ticket, it was like two hours and 45 minutes. So if you choose to stick around for the credits, um, I guess it could round up to three hours. Yeah.
2: Well, definitely I'm going to be watching it this coming week. And uh, please expect a review coming out soon. But before we get to our main event, we're going to be doing a couple of pooperies. I don't know. We didn't warn Lewis about this, but Harold and I do have some pooperies. Uh, The first one I'm going to be talking about is the fact that, um, you know, Star Wars has had its heyday. Uh, you know, Doctor Who never really had its heyday. Um, <laughs> Lord of the Rings might be having its heyday coming up with the uh, the you know is it Apple TV? Lewis? Amazon. Uh, Amazon. Oh, Amazon. There you go. But you know, one franchise that you know has been coming and going, and you know, I I don't know if we can say that it has had its full success. Um, is Star Trek? You know, um, it's something that I've tried getting Lewis uh, to get involved in. No, Harold, I never really did ask you what your interest le- level in Star Trek was.
0: I'll take that as a, uh, an answer. <laughs> well, okay, really quick, before you go into this, my uncle who used to live with us, that's all he used to do was watch old Star Trek episodes. And then he was around our house when the, the next generation was around. So he tried to get me to watch these things. And he was that dude that was walking around in the sweaters all the time and stuff. And he went to the conventions and everything. And I was like, man, I'm never going to be that nerdy. And
1: <laughs> yeah. You
2: have
0: a podcast. I have a podcast. Yeah. He doesn't. Do
2: I know this uncle?
0: No, he yeah. lives in Bakersfield. Man,
2: see, all your cool uncles, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, speaking of cool uncles, me? No, that, that's what we're <laughs> calling Star Trek. Oh, um, speaking of cool uncles, um, finally, your cool uncle must be like, enjoying himself because all of a sudden there's a renaissance of Star Trek. You know, there there's like at least four series that is a happen no that was not feedback just you know I couldn't figure out how to end the 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 S's over there. But there's at least four series that's actually going on at the same time. You have a Star Trek Prodigy which is if you've never watched really hilarious. You don't need to know um, you know, you don't need to know Star Trek in order for you to actually enjoy it. It's it's the um I don't know, the Simpsons of uh or or Futurama of Star Trek, I guess you can call it. Um Isn't
0: Futurama the Futurama Star Trek? I mean, like,
2: yeah. <laughs> we'll take it that. Uh, we have that, we have Star Trek Prodigy, which is the um Star Trek that's geared towards children. Um, you know, but still I still actually enjoy it. Uh we have Star Trek Discovery. And then, of course, now, um, just recently released the second season of Star Trek Picard. And as a Star Trek fan, I am just overjoyed with uh, emotion and uh, and happiness because uh, you can't have too much Star Trek. And the great thing is, you know, the, the biggest danger with um, you know, just this much Star Trek is that oftentimes, you know, crap can happen. And I, I got to tell you, you know, pleasantly surprised. All four, I would recommend. Um, it's, but, but for casual Star Trek members, uh, definitely Star Trek Prodigy um, is, is pretty hilarious. Um, and if you've never been a Star Trek fan, Star Trek Discovery is actually something that you, you, you can get into. Uh, you don't need to have any prior knowledge because Star Trek um, Discovery pretty much says, you, you know, the Star Trek that you know and love, forget it. Here is our version of it, and we're just going to mess everything up. So that's no. why everybody's liking it right now. How about you, H? Uh, what's your uh, brief for today?
0: I actually have another one. <clears throat> now that we just talked about it briefly, um, you guys heard that they are bringing back Futurama to yep. Hulu? Yeah. And the big uh, controversy that they had over the past couple weeks was that uh, John DiMaggio was not coming back, and... That's as big as a mistake as I think anything ever could have made about that show. It
2: was for, for pay, right? For if money. right? Yeah. yeah.
0: He, he was fighting not just for him, but for the pay of the rest of his co-stars. Uh, if you guys remember, John DiMaggio, uh, he plays, he's such a great voice actor. He actually played the Joker in a couple of uh, Batman animated series. But for uh, Futurama, he plays the voice of Bender. Yeah, the Spanish robot. Yes. And uh, not having the original voice of Bender would have been so strange um and you know luckily not luckily for him i mean he just kept to his guns stuck with it and then they decided you know we can't have the show without you so they decided to not only pay him what he was asking for but to upgrade everybody else's pay around him so good for him yeah
2: how do you i mean good it's, it's a great tidbit it's great um uh news i guess but how do you feel about that um personally I don't like it. Um, I thought that they were able to wrap up Feature-Rama in a really good way. I really like the um the inception episode in a, that they did at the very end where Fry and Leela basically was able to spend all of eternity together and then try again. I thought that was great. Um I just I'm worried that they're gonna be able they're gonna mess this up
1: i'm with you on that one then um i didn't quite get all of the final season of uh of futurama as well but yeah i'm with you on that one dude like it's kind of like trying to revisit yeah the old shows i mean i know not every fin- series finale wraps up perfectly or the way that we wanted to but i felt like that was one of those like okay it's cut and dry it's cut and done and you know so i know uh if i remember correctly it was sci-fi or one of those uh cable channels tried to uh or brought um uh, brought Ammo back and they were able to give it a, another last season or two to kind of wrap things up for all the fans. And yeah, I- I'm hoping that they don't, you know, poo poo all over the ending and just kind of like do their little tongue in cheek. Oops, we're back at it again, kind of things. But yeah. Uh, but for, for the news for Joe DiMaggio, like uh, it's good. Uh, I'm glad that he was able to fight for, you know, what he knows he's worth. He is like more or less iconic in that role. So I really dig that, uh, you know, uh, is it, uh, Bender Rodriguez gets his original voice back, and hearing anybody try to do his voice might not be the best. I mean, I understood that in some cases, like, uh, oh my gosh, can't remember now. The 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 voice of Uncle Iroh was changed at the the third season, but that was because the actor passed away. Um, so you know that th- those kind of uh, voice changes happen, but um, especially if it's something as iconic as that. Like I, I'm trying to imagine if uh, you know any of the Simpsons original cast was uh was uh, recast with another voice. Uh, it just yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, like Apu, um, it just wouldn't uh, fly too well, especially with the fans. And you can kind of tell. But um, so yeah, I mean, good for them. Good for voice actors. I know. I mean, we have friends who are voice actors. Good for them. But uh, storyline-wise, I'm not sure if there's a market for that yet. Like, I know. Um, I mean, speaking of resurrecting shows, Animaniacs is. Uh, we loved it. We love the Animaniacs shows, but like, I don't know if it's really quite found its footing yet. And maybe Hulu is just trying to do its best to find like its animation wing and, and kind of take off from there. But yeah, I mean, more parts to them, more jobs out there, I guess, for folks who are into animation. But uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm on the fence on this one.
2: Um, speaking of um Animaniacs, uh, um, just so you know, they finished. They recently released maybe well not recently a couple months ago released season two, and from what I understand, they still have a third season coming up okay. um, and I think they've found their footing it's not it's you know for us at least older people like us it's not the same quality and it's not the same you know uh, uh jokes and everything but surprisingly my my daughter loved it w- watched all two seasons and can't wait to see the the, the third one so at, at least in that sense you know my daughter who who who's not a huge fan of the original one for some reason really likes the second one so i i guess hulu's doing as well uh, yeah, uh you're up. Well. how about you
1: any uh poopery for today oh uh, actually dude uh i was able to uh i know after years of you guys telling me to get animal crossing literally years Ever since uh, quarantine began, um, I still haven't bought it, but I did get the oh. new.
0: <laughs> that's one of the biggest swerves I've ever seen in my life. Oh. <laughs> that's, like,
2: that's, so clean. that's like you telling us you're getting a car.
1: Oh. <laughs> I see what you did there, dude.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, <You're> Jerk. <laughs> but um, your- I actually <laughs> ended up buying uh, the new Pokemon game uh, Arceus, Ar- Ar- I believe. Ar- yeah, Arceus. Ar- Ar- Arches is how it's pronounced. So it's the first Pokemon game I bought in like years i mean i got into pokemon go years ago and it was hot and i know a lot of people are still playing that but unfortunately i fell off uh, like many of my other uh interests and hobbies i i i love it for a few months and then i let it go but anyway um yeah i just got the new pokemon game my son and i my kids are actually really really getting into it um it's a fun little uh distraction especially i mean i like the fact that i think i mean harold particularly he knows that my uh, my youngest uh at 13 he's at right that that demographic right now who's all into call of duty and the 2k games so it's actually a nice change of pace that we're playing a game together uh all three of us like my eldest who is on the spectrum who doesn't really like playing games uh anymore he likes the fact that it's a uh, uh it's weird to, to the 23 year old saying it's nostalgic well like dude how much nostalgic can you have at 23 but you know when he was when he was younger in his uh you know when his Excuse me, and his preteens and whatnot. Like, yeah, the Pokemon games and the cartoons were a huge uh, part of his life. So it was kind of nice. So yeah, uh, I'm not an expert in any chance. Uh, I, I I don't know if you how familiar you guys are with it, but there's like a star system. I think uh, ten stars is the max you can get, and a, a lot of streamers and whatnot are I think at like seven or eight. uh We've gotten to two stars. I think we finally got a, a Pikachu and a personal favorite. I caught a side duck the other day. So. Very excited for that. Uh, there's a bunch of new Pokemon that I've never heard of, and I still don't know how to pronounce their names, but, again, uh, it's kind of a nice place to go back to. So, highly recommend it if you can... Uh, yeah, I think, actually, no, I, I gotta give credit to Harold because he was the one who who told us when it was on discount for, like, five, six bucks. It was like, it's like $49.99 on Amazon. I'm like, bought it. Thank well, you. I thought it was for five bucks. Like, what the oh, hell? no, dude. Five <laughs> bucks off, but I'll take any discount. You, you know me.
2: Um, I've actually, I actually bought uh, that game, I played it Um, and, you know, being a fan of of Pokemon and uh, sadly, I think I played every major iteration of that game, you know, I have to tell you, this is my favorite version of it, even though it is technically not a um, what's considered like a core game. Just because, um, and uh, Lewis, I'm pretty sure you noticed it, is that it actually changed the way you f- you fight, and it changed the way you you uh, you capture Pokemon. You know, uh, gone are the uh, rustling leaves. Uh, you know, you, where you go to, like the tall tall grass, um, and then you accidentally run into a Pokemon. Here, you can see the Pokemon, and yeah. you have a decision of: Do I want to capture this Pokemon or not? and the coolest thing and the coolest addition that i think that they've done is that you don't need to fight the pokemon anymore you know unless you fight some really overpowered pokemon you have a really good chance of just throwing a pokeball at it um like you know kind of like breath of the wild style where you, you sneak up on it um the or I, I guess not breath of the Wild, but you sneak up on it uh, you aim the pokeball at the at its back and then there's a good chance it'll catch. Which by the way I guess I, I don't know if you know this, Lou. They just announced that at the end of the year they're coming up with the newest version of the core game. Oh, okay. And the controversy right now is supposedly they're not
1: going to incorporate that that uh, that aspect of it. Oh. And... I, I I like that I like that though. You're right. I, I it's been a while since I played the core game, so I don't I totally even I totally forgot about that fact. that you have to like the whole rusting grassing and the fact that yeah, you can just pull up and bop a dude with a, a, a pokeball and it's like catch up. Like yeah, okay, oh, that's a good point. Uh, that's too bad because I like that dynamic. I do like the. I mean, I don't know how many Switch games there have been for the uh, Pokemon Switch games there are, but I like the open world. yeah i don't know if that's a verb a world worldedness of it like it it is kind of like breath of the wild like that in the sense that you can go to different sections of the map i mean we've only unlocked two or three towns but yeah i like that you can go back and forth fill out your your your, uh your your shoot i can't remember the words but um yeah you can you you can fill out your tasks and go back to the professor and have those checked out at 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 your thing and a whole ton of side quests and stuff like that so I, i like it so far so it's really Again, a a nicely a nice distraction from uh, from the usual uh, games that we've we've been playing.
2: H. Before we move on to our next one, you want to do an um, over under uh, of whether or not Lewis will able will actually. (laughs) (laughs) How many months? No, no, just just storyline like Hmm. him actually finishing up the storyline. There's a storyline.
0: Sorry, (laughs) did you ever finish uh, Breath of the Wild? No.
1: I, but I beat the four uh, beasts, but I just I I cannot get into freaking Ganon's castle or the the castle. I can't I can't beat it. I suck. I I oh, I, okay. I, I cannot do it. I I can't get past the uh, shoot. You're gonna make me remember uh, the the guards, the stone guards, and those little robot oh. things. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I don't know why. I have two left thumbs. It's called timing. I know.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what you're saying here is. If you're even close to the ending of a game and you still can't get past an obstacle, you're just gonna give up. I'm just gonna what? You're just gonna give up if you're like, say you're like ninety. No,
1: uh, part of me feels like I, I'm not giving up. I'm I, I, the story continues in my head.
0: <laughs> he, if he I don't finish it, that
1: means money. I can go. <laughs>
0: so I give him about two more months of this game. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. <laughs> just like just, Thanks, man. just like picking at it. Mm. Like hey, I'm right time for the game, so I'm just gonna and then like when it gets close to the end and or, or there seems to be something that's uh, like uh, maybe someone with a more than 120 IQ can get over. Um <laughs> it's, it's not just... for me anymore. Nope, I'm out. <laughs> He's like, yeah, this is
1: a stupid game. <laughs> at least <laughs> it was on, on sale. sale. <laughs> I know I mean, what else is
2: on is sale. Is just, Harold is going that way. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna support you and say I think. I think you're going to be able to finish this game. I, I, I really... appreciate that. Thank you for believing Dennis me. Dennis is that. almost close
0: to finishing it, and he's like, dude, this game is so easy. <laughs> I finished it. <laughs> I see it. <that's> I,
1: <laughs> <thought laughs> <Dennis. Okay>.
0: uh, <laughs> I just say I'm trying the side
1: quests? I don't know. I, I actually can't even do that. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, good poopery, you guys.
2: Um, today, like I said, let's let's move on to our main uh, topic. And as I teased a while ago, uh, Matt Reeves' Batman is finally out. Um, you know, I know Harold doesn't like reviews or like uh, you know, uh, spoilers or anything like that. Oh yeah. Um, we're we're not going to ask Lewis um, his thoughts on it, but um considering it is Batman time, I, I think it's just right that we we talk about Batman, you know. And so the boys and I kind of uh, gathered uh, a few weeks ago to plan out our episode. Um and um you know, we we thought and we decided that we're going to talk about our favorite Bat People, you know, v- favorite Batman. Um, and so we decided that we we're going to go not just movies, uh, we're going to go TV, you know, whether it's cartoon, whether it's um, live action, whatever it is. Um, we're going to rate the top five Batman of our choosing. And uh, the bottom two, I guess, uh, bat people, batmen men that, that we have. So, um, you know, that's going to be our main topic today. And, you know, if you, as usually, if, as you're listening to this, if you agree, if you disagree, please let us know, uh, you know, uh, if we ha- were even close to the mark. So how are we going to do this, guys? Uh, we really, uh, I know we, we did this a few months back, um, but um, uh, how do we want to, uh, should we do all five um, as in one go, or do you want? to... I think that might make the best sense. Or do you want to go round robin where we start with five? I
0: think we should all just do our own. Okay. And then you know, and then you know, validate—not validate, but you know, talk about why you've chosen the way that you've chosen, and then if people disagree, do people disagree? Okay.
2: Um, any volunteers who wants to go first? Lou, I know you usually. Talk about low hanging fruit, and you try to uh, to
1: uh, get things over with, so
0: that your mouth on that low hanging fruit.
1: Because I don't want to choose twice again. Um, Okay, so I'm down. So we'll do my top five uh, in descending order from the five, and then all the way down to number one. Uh, Number five, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna go animated on this one. Uh, This is actually kind of like my uh, dark horse favorite. Uh, a a show that I think Dennis and I really liked. And I think Harold's has seen it too. And I I know uh, it gets a lot of good, uh, got got some good rounds in the old Tumblr and the Twitter days, but I got to give it up to uh, Batman Brave and the Bold. It is a bit of a tongue in cheek animated version of Batman. If you like your Batman lore, it almost feels like the Adam West version animated form. in like uh, that was made like five, 10 years ago. It starred Diedrich Bader, as uh Bruce Wayne actually if I'm not mistaken he almost never turned into Bruce Wayne in the cartoon at all he was almost always Batman and he was going on these great kooky adventures uh Dietrich Bader if you don't know is, is a classic comedian from Whose Line Is It Anyway and from the uh Drew Carey show uh and he just plays such a great weird um I don't know if it's called tongue in cheek per se, but like, yeah, he, he played an overly seriously Batman and it was just a lot of fun. So that one, I liked him a lot. Uh, again, one of my dark horse favorite versions horse. of Batman, huh? Horse. horse, horse, dark horse version. Um, my number four ver- uh, Batman, uh, like it, it was funny how we made up, or, or when I was thinking of this list, I was like, uh, there's not a lot to choose from, but then when you actually start thinking, it's like, wait, th- I, there are a lot to choose from. So you can really, I, I feel like I'm going to miss out and maybe even disrespect uh, some uh, some of the actors and some of the uh, versions of Batman. But it is what it is. So um, the, number four for me would have to be the um, Arkham Batman, uh, the video game that basically. Oh, I didn't think about video games. Ooh, okay. yeah. I, I, okay, great. So yeah, I got I got that one. Um, so yeah, I I liked I loved. Love the Arkham series. Uh, it basically, I feel like it, it reinvigorated like video games and the comic books uh, or, or superhero of video games uh, that hasn't, and uh, that thankfully has been kind of keeping it alive for a long time. I, I think there's been four or five versions of the arkham series of batman and i think it finally wrapped up uh, wrapped up excuse me uh after batman arkham knight uh starting from just arkham asylum batman arkham asylum and all that good stuff like is the gameplay and everything else like that was so i mean i i guess it wasn't like groundbreaking per se you guys are are, are more you say gamers it wasn't
0: groundbreaking am.
1: What happened? Oh, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Like, was was that whole concept of like the whole fight uh, fighting system was that new? Uh, again, I, I'll defer to you guys because you guys have been playing video games much longer than I have and uh, kept on top of it when when I fell off. But yeah, like the system, the fighting system, the graphics, the whole detective mode, uh, finding the Riddlers, puzzles, and all that stuff. It was such a fun component. Like, it was a game that you could keep you could keep coming back to. Um, all all, all the iterations, even though I know. Um, there was a, a few versions that weren't exactly as well acclaimed as the first but you know again Batman Arkham Knight series was a great uh, series um good pull right. on that
2: one but um interesting question that you had whether it's the first one I'm almost I I could be wrong but I I could have sworn that around this time there were two games that kind of had a similar fighting mechanic of um, one was Batman the other one was um a unfortunately not as well loved game uh called matrix you know uh, matrix oh, was, okay. matrix was the first one i remember where it had that th- that system of uh you know parrying and connecting and everything but then of course when batman came I was like whoa okay that was dumb <laughs> <laughs> Like uh, it, it made uh, the Matrix system look so outdated compared to to, to the Batman. So, um, I, I I would I would consider it to be one. Of, I I don't know if it's the original, but definitely something that um, you know, pretty much after that, every other game whether it's Spider-Man, yeah, you know, whatever it is, um, had some sort of version of that.
0: Agreed. Yeah. Well, the only reason I'm saying possibly is because it was the first game that incorporated like actual superhero mechanics into something where like, you know, obviously it's great to have have the one character that can keep using different, you know, weapons and items at any given time. And then having him to try to defeat multiple enemies and stuff. Yeah. Like Dennis said, the matrix game was fun, but the fact that it took you like 20 minutes just to walk down a hallway (laughs) and then to throw a punch, which was, and, and the sad thing is like the, button configuration no uh i I don't know the word that i'm looking for like but like the The input like yeah the input like the lag, the lag input Mm. so like when you thought you were going to dodge something you're like i hit the button yeah no i didn't but then with like incorporating the whole combo system into the arkham series like when you when it says like oh maybe there's a trick to try to get 30 or more hits dude game changer for me so i like wait
1: y'all getting 30 30 hits Amazing. I mean <laughs>
0: I, I got the thirty hit combo uh trophy.
2: Oh I mean not all, it, all the time. It's not, it's not all the
0: time. Changed. At least twelve. Yeah. yeah. Anything less than that is
1: all right, all right. A little <laughs> offensive
0: why play the game? Yeah, exactly. Getting,
2: like, I, yeah. <laughs> not I, like, I got you eight should feel, you should feel bad for yourself and uh, <laughs> there's something called upgrades where yeah. you, can, like, you can just like keep on Especially the moment you get like the twin Batarang ones.
0: Oh, God. I mean, those are the he's best.
2: Spamming it. Might as well. You might as well just like sit there and just butter mash.
1: <laughs> Thanks, man. I got to revisit the, the the series. By the way. Um, okay, so my number three. We explained why he was struggling with uh, a okay. Breath the Wild. Oh, <laughs> with a lot of things, exactly. Right, thank you. It's called timing. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good time. I know. I, I, yeah, I I got a couple games sitting on it. Like um. the the metroid dread game has some of the quick time elements to it i'm not yeah i'm pretty sure i'm slow i I, I might have uncharted games yet or no no i'm afraid i'm 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 afraid because i I, and part of me wants to get a ps5 just so i can play elden rings but no i i I already know it's going to be a a poop show if i even try touching any of the elden rings or the uh dark souls game so yeah thanks but no thanks i'll keep watching the twitch and the youtubes looks like a lot of fun but uh okay so for me for my number three uh we're i'm gonna go live action on this one um what do you call it uh it's gonna have to be michael keaton i uh i think michael keaton might be a little low for a lot of the old heads uh the the the, the people who grew up uh watching the batman live action uh series evolve throughout the decades uh michael keaton was you know the 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 torchbearer he was the first guy who brought it to the live action cinema at least uh in the new generation i know adam west uh started this race back in the 60s but you know uh, michael keaton was the one who brought it to the mainstream i mean it was a phenomenon when uh when, when michael keaton uh uh you know the trailer in itself just the imagery of it the the whole thing about him like basically changing his career trajectory, trajectory, excuse me, um, when he was cast and just yeah, just the whole the whole nine yards. And it, for it's it's from there that the franchise is literally never hasn't stopped yet. Every what is it every few years we have a, a new Batman movie. And if it wasn't for the success of uh of Michael Keaton in the role uh um, yeah i can't imagine it being what it is to, uh, today uh so yeah um michael keaton, definitely... michael keaton number 3 number 3 number 3 I'm... so there are two more people that I, I have to tell than... you i really thought
2: that you were going to put michael keaton as as one dude like
1: <laughs> that i don't
2: know in my head that that was that was, that was like such a lewis thing like <laughs> it like, would have been right yeah that was my that was uh, i'm 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 pleasantly surprised because now
1: i'm 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 i can't wait to hear your two and one you're actually gonna i'm actually gonna pay attention now (laughs) but um yeah so uh, keaton at at three for me uh number two um christian bale uh he was you know christopher nolan's choice for the dark knight and he carried the franchise and he set the standard uh like i said michael keaton kind of uh, uh, brought Batman to this new world. Uh, unfortunately, after a few misfires or, you know, however you want to interpret Batman and Robin and Batman Forever, uh, you know, maybe the camp got a little too much or whatnot, but uh, Christopher Nolan and Christian Bale's version of this of the newest Batman with a new origin story, even though, yes, we have seen uh, poor Martha and Thomas Wayne get shot down how many times now, uh, it was still a, a great change of pace and it was basically a game changer in every sense of the word that um, yeah, every superhero movie, movie Moving on from there had to like basically kind of take itself a little uh, a little more seriously than it did before so yeah it, it, it humanized it uh christian bale again uh physically the voice uh, the physicality of it like it was just such a welcome uh, version of of Batman. Um, you know, he in the comic books, Batman could be anything and anyone. He could be a detective. He could be uh, he could be fighting freaking magicians, or he could be fighting aliens in the next page. Uh, but this one, you know, Christian Bale brought a down to earth, uh, almost like a, a tactical, tangible version of Batman that you know, for more or less, you could believe like this guy could ex- exist, ex- exist, ex- exist, exist. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, kudos to him for that one. And last but not least, my number well, one on, version on, of on, Batman. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, Relax. Relax, real quick.
2: Um, <laughs> you put my you, you put. Wow, I'm 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 really impressed with your list over here. Okay, um, <laughs> but before you go to the number one, I, 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 a confession that I have to tell you. Um. um. Now that now that after the facts, after everything that has happened, his version of Batman is not even in my top five. Wow, really? Yeah. And I, I think part of me is I blame his version for what has happened with DC. Like how oh. terrible DC is. And part of me feels... The, the, wants to blame his version of it like i mean you know what what are you know what are some of the things that you get from the, that series um everything has to be everything has to be real everything has to be down to earth Dark brooding. there has to be yeah. there has to be dark rooting you have to have a voice like a batman voice that everybody jokes around you know that i mean even even rob Pattinson's um you know there's like a two weeks where the only thing people were talking about was how he found his Batman voice. You know, it's all because of Christian Bale. You know, he created that iconic quote-unquote iconic Batman voice that, that we never had before, you know. So I, I'm liking it so far.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it, you're right, because like those movies, unfortunately, besides Batman, obviously the Joker, like every freaking bad guy, and not even like superhero bad guys. Obviously, we could talk about jared leto's uh attempt at a joker uh you know and but like every bad guy since then had to be some like crazy maniac psycho whatever like from the james bond movies to you know even like uh the, the um the fantastic I, I was just watching the fantastic Beasts trailer so i was like even those guys from from harry potter had to be like weird and and whatever and it's like oh okay so it, it kind of you're right it's Uh, for all the greatness that it introduced, it did kind of poison the well, more or less. So yeah, it it came with its pros and cons. But I guess that comes with being such a uh, a more or less an iconic uh, uh, version of of a beloved character. So uh, for my number one, speaking of beloved characters, I think this is the version that honestly kind of set the standard for everybody else. And that's uh for me it is the kevin conroy animated the batman the animated series version of batman um because i think for all the great stuff that christian bale um the arkham series and even the brave and the bold batman that i talked about if it wasn't for the animated series uh with bruce tim and uh, uh oh my gosh i can't remember the other guy's name uh, bruce tim and um uh i was about to say paul Rudd, but that's not it um i'll have to look it up but um you know, th- their version of Batman was such a great. Uh, uh, it set such a, another standard for Batman entirely. It introduced this version of Batman to a whole new generation of kids who coming who who's coming home at three o'clock in the afternoon uh with nothing else to do but watch cartoons. And every half hour, uh at, from you know three thirty to four o'clock on channel seven or channel nine, whatever you're watching it on, you were glued to the TV and you just had to watch. Uh him do his thing. Um Dennis was just talking about the different voices or how um uh Christian Bale had to introduce a new version of that. But like I Kevin Conroy was so smooth in how he did it. Like it almost it didn't feel forced, like it didn't sound like he was eating gravel or smoking a a pack an hour to sound like Batman. He just felt like he had more gravitas as Batman. And when he was Bruce Wayne, he was this wimpy, you know, he he was this wimpy dude who was a, a spoiled orphan, more or less. So, yeah, I mean, uh, he, Kevin Conroy's voice uh, and and Bruce Timm's version animation of, uh, of Batman was just such a great standard bearer. And like, just basically something that I think everybody's uh, ever since has have been trying to emulate more or less. So, yeah, uh, again, uh, this version of Batman the Animated Series uh, for introducing a whole new generation uh, of kids, to the Batman and in, introducing like his huge, you know, backstory and lore to to a whole new generation. Uh that for me, that has to be the number one version, uh basically non comic book version of, of Batman for me. So yeah, that's it. That's my top five. Uh Raven the Bold, Arkham City or Arkham series, uh Michael Caton, Christian Bale, then uh my my personal goat, Kevin Conroy.
0: It's pretty good, pretty good. What do you think oh, thanks, man. Thanks. I I I have something to say only because it kind of, well, at least in my list, it'll kind of apply, I guess. But yeah, I like it. You want to go first? should I? Like I, I mean, I could you. Up maybe. to you. Yeah, I'll go real quick. Okay. Um, for me, oh, I, from order number five is uh, Will Arnett. Of course, solid. Yes, is uh, Will Arnett literally took that whole joke of uh christian bale doing just that voice and running with it <laughs> for like a whole like first in the lego movie when he first introduced himself and i was like this version of will arnett or this version of the of batman is genius because you know he tries to be like super smooth and super suave but he's such a dork and he like <laughs> it's hilarious how bad he is at everything that he does and then giving him his own movie and pretty much making one of the most fun animated movies I've seen in a long time. Just because of the fact that they went all out and were like throwing the most random characters into that movie. And then you know, having Will Arnett not even bothered differentiating the difference between uh uh being Batman and being Bruce Wayne's voice. <laughs> so it was just like yeah. Also pretty funny the fact that it was just Will Arnett the whole time. So yeah. <laughs> that that is my fifth favorite
2: okay. are you talking about? Are you saying that he he lacks like, um, you know, acting chops here? Because I I no, I thought that I could tell the difference between
0: Batman and Bruce Wayne. I I couldn't. Maybe he was just too too smooth. Maybe I think so. And um, so this is where. Okay, I'll go into my next one. Um, and I think it's a couple of ones that will kind of explain it. All right. So fourth for me is in a couple of months. No, in a couple of to, it's. Versions here, kind of. of, So fourth for me is Adam West because, as a child, I don't know if you you know the whole running joke about you know you guys in the Philippines (laughs) in America. Like after wrestling, they would show Batman. So it was like wrestling. What a block, Batman! And I'm like, well, obviously I'm going to watch wrestling for two hours on a Saturday. And then whatever else is coming up after that. And I was like, every every Saturday would just be Batman. And I was like, uh, I don't like, you know, as an eight or nine year old, you're just like, oh, whatever, I'm just going to watch whatever's here. And having no idea that this was part of an actual comic book and kind of opening up things for me where my dad was like, this is based on something that uh, uh, books that I read as a child. And I was like, what kind of books were you reading as a child that would have dudes that look like this? And my dad would explain it to me. And then now that I look back on it, like the fact that yes, it was completely campy Yes, it was just uh, pretty much run as a joke, but you know, having some sort of a storyline or some side of of a mythos that you can actually go forward with, it was actually fun to do. So it was like a great thing to just have a, a good time with. And then he played it so, so, so like cheesy you had to nothing do nothing but appreciate the fact and then everything else that's the problem that i think a lot of these guys have not run into as much as adam west did is he was so tied to that character that no one else was able to take him seriously doing anything else so it's like oh adam west will forever be like for older for i know for a lot of older people adam west will forever be their version of batman and then you know i guess people born in the 60s or 70s are like okay that's our batman and then whoever your batman is is your Batman So,
2: um, interestingly enough, I actually have Bad West in my top five, and I'll 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 explain to you my reasoning, which surprisingly is uh, the op. I think kind of the opposite of yours why yeah. I put him in there. Oh, yeah. so, okay, so I like that number four. Okay,
0: okay. number three for me is Christian Bale. Um, mm-hmm. I'm with Lou in that. I'm Lou and Dan in that. Yeah, more so after the fact, it's not as. Yeah, he kind of did ruin the character just a little bit. But at the same time, having to end the original Batman movies as cheesy and as crappy as they ended up being, and then, you know, doing the whole turn and just being like, yeah, we're going to go, like you said, dark and gritty. Like you said, it wasn't done before. And then, unfortunately, yes, it ended up being the catalyst for everybody else trying to be like, okay, if they found success here, this is how we should do it. And then make everything in the real world. Like having the original Batman be in the real world, and then not original Batman. I mean, Batman begins in the real world, and then continuing it with the Dark Knight. Like the Dark Knight's still one of my favorite movies of all time, and it's not even ba- Batman. It's Heath Ledger, and it's like because he was able to play off Heath Ledger so well in that it's that whole like I know it's it's obviously what's supposed to be like the cat and mouse thing, where you know, um, you know, the bat ends up being the cat and everything that was the whole fun of that movie. That movie still continues to be really, besides the whole dark and gritty, just love that word gritty, but the dark and grittiness about the whole thing and with them doing an actual kind of real-time origin story that made it really feasible as in, you know, um, yeah, I know a lot of, and now that the more I think about this, I always hear this Patton Oswalt skit in my head about how if, batman was an actual person he would end up being just a really bad slam poet and not a a crossfit ninja he called him a crossfit ninja but like you know like you know taking that into account the feelings that he would take and then that whole journey and everything that's pretty exciting and yes after the fact it you know um how it ended up being it ended up being just okay you have two really good movies and then the movie the third movie wasn't as great but it was still serviceable serviceable it was, a good word. it was a fine way to end the series you know leave it on a cliffhanger and whatnot um but it, it did the job that it was supposed to do it brought it rejuvenated just comic book movies in general that weren't marvel movies because anybody who had any seen anything before was always spider-man or fantastic four or x-men movies and then dc had always been even campier you know like the batman series the superman movies never had been super straightforward and then maybe that's the mistake that they went and then you know ended up going with um you know man of steel being a little too serious or something so that that can kind of be placed on that
2: so real quick um episode idea um was was what's the name of the second bill batman the dark knight the dark knight <clears throat> um i i want to see um i want to challenge whether or not dark knight was actually a good movie okay
1: um,
2: how dare you i i i
1: that's why it's an episode. Yeah. I thought it was a, I thought it was c- c- categor- categorically. You got me all flustered here, man.
0: <laughs> categorically,
1: an excellent movie, man.
0: Wait, how did you want to say it originally? I think I a, c- categorically... C-
1: categorically. I don't know if you're <laughs> Italian or categorically. <laughs>
2: hey, hey, I'm, I'm willing to say. Um, I thought you said categorically. Well, I'm willing to say, was, was it really a good movie? <laughs> we'll go <laughs> with that one. You can
0: go with that. Okay. Um, I, I like that one. Okay. My number, second one. Number two. Okay. This is where I kind of veered off with Lou here is I went with just actors, either being voice actors or like live action actors. So I kind of clumped in uh, two of your choices together. And that being kevin conroy both for the animated series and for the arkham series because it's the same dude except yep. for in uh arkham origins because that game's a piece of crap anyway so don't ever bother buying that game um <laughs> yeah and yeah my hatred for that game will run forever deep because of what happened to me in that game um but for kevin conroy you know you just have um batman returns is about to come out into theaters And all the hype is being built about this brand new Batman, or the sequel to the original Batman movie. And then you have the people at Fox being like, hey, we have this animated series. We're going to use the same theme song. We're going to open it up. And you're going to see this brand new version of the Batman. And blew me away. It happened to be showing exactly at the same time that I had my piano lessons, or when, when my sister had her piano lessons. So while I was waiting for my piano lessons, I would get a whole half hour of just me chilling in the lobby watching the show. And every time I was like, I'm not gonna start my lesson until the show is over. And that happened for the next two years. Uh, Literally the best thing about owning HBO Max, by the way, was the fact that it was on the animated, the animated series is on it. Uh, And then having that voice, that iconic voice, that that's when you even think about it, like before that, you never really thought about Michael Keaton's Batman voice or being the voice of Batman. He just thought of him being Batman. But Kevin Conroy at the time served nothing but to be Batman. And then having taken him and then putting him in probably top three franchises of video games that I'm ever going to love, the Arkham series. Um, I mean, if you just exclude... Okay, talk about the first two games and then everything else is okay. But like Asylum and Arkham City are far and away, two of the greatest games ever created. Um people love Asylum more than they love City. I love City more than I love Asylum because it's so much bigger and you can like rappel down from different like that was the thing that was not as cool about Asylum was yeah, you can rappel down and people and you know once in a while you get to grab stuff. But in City, you could just chill anywhere and be like, hey, there's a guy right below me. And I'm gonna duck down and pick him up real quick. It was just so satisfying. Like that's what it I really love about. Is though. Yeah, and that's why. Like now, I'm actually replaying. I know this is different, but I'm replaying the Spider-Man uh, original video game just because of how much fun I have with all the Arkham stuff. That I really loved the game type, like we talked about. So this is the kind of. If I'm not playing shooting games or not playing fighting games, this is the kind of games that I'm gonna get into. So Kevin Conroy getting to voice the same dude for that, and then having to do it for the video game things. Much respect to him for that. And obviously for me, number one, just because of the fact that as a child, it's all I knew, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton movie comes out, biggest movie of all time at the time. Um, saw it in theaters only twice, but that VHS literally tore up from how many times I watched that movie. And the funny thing is, like, you, I didn't know too much about Batman going into it. Like, it's one of those things where all I knew was Adam West. and anything else besides that i was like i'm i didn't read the comic books too much but then watching this and then my uncle the same guy from star trek lover was like well that's not how the story goes and i'm like dude i don't care this is the version that i'm going to go with for not forever but until i learn better and then like michael keaton was just so weird a choice to be a guy who kind of looked was supposed to be looking like a good looking Bruce Wayne? Because he's not a good-looking guy. Oh, no. I was, was he really? <laughs> he was... He, even, like, in his best days, he was never like, oh, dude. Like, he's hotter he's now. The, he's hotter now as the vulture than he ever was as, like, as Bruce Wayne.
2: Yeah, I think... Uh, I forgot the guy, the The reporter. Uh, the reporter looked Kim hotter. Bayesian. No, oh no, that, Robert Wool. Yeah, he looked harder than
1: than <laughs> than, than him. So, Vicky Vale should have gone for him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the Joker looked better than him coming out of the ass <laughs> than uh, Michael Keen did. But that's the that was the appeal about Michael Keaton was like he's technically the everyday man that can end up being the Batman. So it's like, yeah, he's supposed to be playing this super smooth, super suave billionaire, uh, you know, philanthropist philanthropist, and he can play that off because he's not you wouldn't you wouldn't think twice about a guy that looks like that being the superhero being the guy that everybody turns to so um you know i ended up reading everything else learning everything about it because of what i learned from the michael keaton version so forever to the same i like it i like it
1: um, yeah no, I, I like that a lot I, I and thank you for reminding me that um well going back to uh to the kevin Conner conversation that like it was like the batman returns window where i guess wb was just trying to uh, cash in on this on on um on the batman franchise and it just like took off from there so it's it's nice to put it in context like that cuz uh yeah as a dumb you know 12 13 year old back in the 90s i didn't i had no idea that was the reason but yeah um, you were able to see it twice in the theaters at least uh age uh, uh, hey, I, I, mean, I told you guys the about first the first
0: batman time. i told you about the first in time the I watched film- it Remind we, me again, dude. They, they ran out of seats, so they put up bleachers. Oh, <laughs>
1: dude, that's right. I don't remember that one. So, like,
0: in, that's right. In, we couldn't leave our seats to go buy popcorn or anything because we were stuck on steel, be- steel uh, benches. So, it's like, oh,
1: that, watching that this was movie. in the Philippines, right?
0: This was in uh, Panama City. Dude. <laughs>
1: Oh, <laughs> never mind. I'm sorry. I thought that sounded like something that that sounds like some stuff they do in the Philippines. But right. no, in the
0: Philippines, they would just have not even folding chairs. They would just have stools.
1: Yeah, or, or just <laughs> squat. <laughs> squat. Yeah, just pop, the, pop, pop, an Asian, pop an Asian squat for the next two hours, guys. <laughs> Hold on. Let's sit next
0: to the wall and just knock yourself out. <laughs>
1: yeah oh man All right, good choices dude yeah i think uh keaton would have gone a little higher for me if um if it wasn't for Bale. but yeah dude uh much respect for it to, to keaton and um yeah i, I like that he's kind of come for his second uh resurg- resurgence excuse me of of superheroics besides the vulture Um, i personally haven't seen birdman but i've heard nothing but good stuff on about it um mostly from game. my uh artsy film eldest son well i'm like i'm not I'm not I called the vulture yeah yeah oh <laughs> right
0: and then Bird he's Man. playing uh his, the new character he's playing in bat batwoman is he playing batwoman is it batwoman or Batgirl? girl bad girl but yeah he's playing the vulture i mean he's playing birdman i mean he's playing batman so,
1: <laughs> batman. so he's <laughs> and also cast. and also he's also playing the same role in uh dennis's future favorite movie the flash
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> dennis will be there friday night dude dennis Thursday, is going a batman.
0: steel bleacher to watch that movie <laughs>
2: Wow. Okay. So, um, interesting list. And I have to tell you, when we were doing this list, I was kind of debating: is it that is it because I like the series, is it the actor that I'm liking? So, uh, my version of this list is um, the Batman that I thought that actually embodied the comic book. Okay. This is why. Michael Keaton is not on my list. Uh-huh. Because Batman never kills. And uh Batman killed a ton of people. Um on, you know, just just that even though he for some reason he was able to miss um with his bat plane machine gun in hand, he was trying to kill uh Joker and either either there was a mal- malfunction in the targeting system. Or what? But he couldn't
0: hit the joke. He was trying to scare him I to mean, putting away a giant 10 foot gauge.
2: I mean, I guess. <laughs>
1: um,
2: you know, and so, and that's why um, Christian Bale is not in my, my Batman uh, list as well, just because of the fact that I don't think that it represented the comic book as well. Um, so, my number five is. By the way,
0: before you start, I like that we all have different takes on this, but
2: yeah,
0: we've all gone a different way of. Of subjugating what we thought the list was supposed to be, so
2: subjugating. Yeah, <laughs>
0: interpretation is always okay. different. Okay, we subjugate ourselves to different interpretations. Okay, I guess
2: <laughs> So, um, the first one I'm gonna go, um, uh, is uh the, uh, uh, the, the, the first Batman that I thought, or the, the number five, a Batman that I thought really captured the, uh, the, 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 um, the version of the comic book is Peter Weller. Um, Peter Weller did the version of Batman um, for um, Batman: uh, The Dark Knight Returns, um, the the actual uh, cartoon. Um, oh yeah! It's, it's, oh, by the way, if you've not watched it, it's on HBO Max. Dude, that movie is awesome. <laughs> it's amazing, and it is exactly the way I thought the comic book was supposed to be. You know, uh, it has it, it has. Um uh, Conor, uh Kevin Conroy esque version, like uh, you know, uh, and at the same time he still has kind of like the um, um Christian Bale like aesthetic to it. But um again, maybe it's because of how much I love that that comic book series, but when I watched it I thought Peter Weller did a really good job being Batman for that
0: one. You know my favorite line from him in that movie was well, Drop it. <laughs> 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 no, was that a different movie that Peter? No, no, in? I'm
2: pretty sure he said it at a certain point as well. Um, <laughs> l- number four.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow, I, knew I was gonna get Lou yeah, Lewis. Louis is dying right now, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. <laughs> I'm gonna
1: bookmark that movie real quick. I <laughs> haven't seen it, but yes, dude,
0: you haven't seen that movie? No, I
1: have not, dude. I thought okay. we're gonna do like oh, well, a deep dive called, of like what's actually on HBO Max <laughs> one of these days. Oh, wait, was that talk
0: about Batman or? Are we talking about when he was in Star Wars? That one, Yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which one? Which one are you uh, bookmarking?
0: Well, hold on. Oh, Robocop? No, the, Robocop? The,
2: the
1: Dark Knight uh, Returns uh, on HBO Max. It's
0: because yeah, so- you know we've talked about this before, where the DC animated movies are far superior to the Marvel animated movies. Yep, that's one of the best ones because it's like they don't have like a lot of the DC uh, animated movies are all connected. This one is like completely separate, but at the yeah, same yeah. time, yeah, it's kind of, it's supposed to be, or maybe it's only connected to Flashpoint. Those seems to be the only ones that are like kind of similar. I think Peter Weller played Batman and Flashpoint too.
1: Uh, the Thomas Wayne version, I wonder? Oh, yeah, I'm, it was, I'm, I'm not sure. It was that, it was I don't that know, strange. I could be wrong,
0: but I always felt that those ones felt, I think these came out really close to each other, but that's a good movie. All right, checking that out.
2: Okay, the next one I have, um, I have, I have uh, because of how great he is. Um, uh, oh crap! I'm forgetting the guy's name all of a sudden. Um,
1: that's how oh, great he is.
2: That's how great he is. <laughs> um, I'm so, I'm so. Angry. Oh, Kevin Connor. No. Whew. Okay, I, I can't <laughs> believe I forgot. I, I he's so good that he he's in my list twice. Um, uh, so the, Kevin Connor, the 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 number four. Um, his version, his version of Batman um, in uh, Batman Beyond, um, I think is. Mm. I mean, it's still the same darn character, but now you 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 have the cranky pants version of him. Yeah, um, and you know, especially when cranky you, pants. Cranky pants. Yeah, that's that's technical, by the way. Um, but if you, especially if you watch um, the Return of Joker, um, I thought his version of you know him being able to actually like open up to Barbara and open up to, you know, to everybody. I thought that was a great version of, um, of, of, of him. Um, number, number three, I, a, a little bit of a cheat, but I, I kind of agree. Um, you know, even though I loved him in the rest of development, I think, um, mm-hmm. Batman is uh, in my head. If, if uh, if Michael, you know, if um, Michael uh, I if, if, um, um, was he gonna say Michael Bean, <laughs> Christian Bale. Wow, completely, completely different name. Um, uh, you know, um, uh, Will Arnett as Batman for some reason. Um, his ver like I can't get rid of his voice in my head. Like, if there, if there are two people who are supposed to be Batman, it's supposed to be either Will Arnett or Kevin Conroy. Those are the two voices in my head. That's going. <laughs> that's that's happening. Um, number two is Kevin Conroy as Batman <laughs> in uh and the animated series. Okay, because yes, I know it's completely original, but I swear to you that some of the best in my head when I when people ask me what's the best Batman story, um, for some reason in my head is uh, like I always thought. Oh, um, there's a I forget what the the episode is, but it's what it's the episode where. Um, where he has to fight a shark um, um that, that's a that, that's a great episode but the, the laughing do you guys remember the episode with the laughing yeah. fish yep I, yeah. I do i do yeah. um i've always thought that that was an actual comic book i didn't realize that that was a cartoon
1: like that that was from the cartoon oh, there was an original car. oh I, why did i think I've seen comic book covers with the laughing fish but you're right, maybe maybe the cartoon from i went on a deep dive for like
2: a, a week trying to figure out what, <laughs> like, what issue is this until somebody pointed out no that you know it it eventually has become like people have drawn it people have you know done the different things but the original of that version of it um was from the uh from the animated series so kevin Conroy definitely gonna be my batman but my number one and i kind of hinted it a while ago the person that I thought that best depicted Batman in the most true way was Adam West. Um and there's an actual reason for this. Um Lou, I know you used to really buy, okay I know you used to buy comic books in um, in the in the Philippines in Green Hills and everything. Um but I remember when I first bought Batman it was not the 80s Batman or the um, it was actually like the 19 like the early Batman where um, it was actually the campy version of Batman, and so when I started watching Batman over here in the Philippines, uh, here in America, um, and I saw Batman as Adam West, it made perfect sense to me, you know, because in the the original version of it, it was supposed to be Batman had a way of solving everything. Um, he was a detective, and. Um, Adam West's um, version of Batman you know, he's able to like, Oh, you know, there, there there's a, uh, you know, there's a feather from, from here. And he's going to look at under a microscope and he's going to be able to understand, Oh, this feather is from a, from a, you know, from, from a bird from, from Russia or something like yeah. that. And he'll be able <laughs> to only figure lives it out. This <laughs> you know? And then, so he's a scientist. He's also an inventor. That's why you always had like the different type of bat, you know, uh, 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 gadgets. Because, you know, bat pepper spray, bat grenade, bat, (laughs) because that's how inventive the the guy is. And he was always a great martial artist. I mean, it never looked like it, but you were able to hide kapow and boom and everything. So it looked amazing. So at least for me, when we think of who is the best depiction of Batman from a comic book, I think the most faithful person that you can think of is Adam West. Now, unfortunately, it's not the modern version that we're aware of. Uh, ah, you yep. know, but it's the classic version of it that we are that 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 we all loved. And interestingly enough, I don't know if you've been noticing any of the um the newest uh comic books, um the blue and the yellow is back now instead of like the dark the the black versions that um uh, Christian Bale was able to do because oh, again, okay. going back to Adam West's version of it. Yeah, so that is my my list, and I dig it, man. And uh, I like the yeah. I, I agree. um This is starting to. Is it because we're growing as people? <laughs> it took two years, but here we are. Four years, bro. Four years, bro. I, my bad. <laughs> Speaking of which, by the way, this is going to be episode one ninety nine. Wow! I don't know if you guys are aware of this. this is episode wow. one ninety nine, and um. I would say we need to do something really big for episode two hundred, um, and I'll leave it to our marketer to try to figure out oh, what yes. we shall do. Something, you know? Yeah. Oh. Well, I, got, I got a plan. Who knows? We actually might have a guest. We could do that. <laughs> we have a big party. I don't know. <laughs> well, we're we're gonna have we're we're gonna have a a, a sign. I, I don't know. Something. <laughs> we'll figure out something. <laughs> It'll be cool.
0: Trust me. Don't worry about it, guys.
2: Okay, is there anything else that we want to talk about today, guys?
0: Oh, I did want to just briefly talk about something that I had talked about with Lewis before and had mentioned to Dennis about Um, the, you know, we've talked about Batman, obviously, the whole time here. And one of the great things that we've seen and the best one, probably the best Batman that we never talked about was Ben Affleck's Batman. I'm being sarcastic, obviously. Um, (laughs) I had
2: so much hope for that, by the way. Yes because he played daredevil and daredevil was such a great batman
0: <laughs> he just transferred everything that he did in daredevil even the campiness of daredevil mm-hmm. into his version but no it got ser- more serious than christian bale's version which i don't know if it was even humanly Impossible, possible but, yeah. Um, yeah that's why i blame christian bale a-
2: a- for <laughs> the failure of the dc universe there you go.
0: but um one of the things that's been a sh- uh, uh, a bright point in the dc universe was the last Suicide Squad movie that came out. And it had just a little bit of hints of Batman in there. Um, obviously, the main character being somebody from the Batman universe, being Harley Quinn. But one of the major stars that came out of that thing was uh, John Cena's Peacemaker. And people liked him so much that they were like, okay, we're going to make a TV show out of it. And it ended up debuting on HBO Max. The series just ended a couple of weeks ago. Um, I know I had finished it. Lou, you said you finished it. Yep. Uh, Dan, you said you just gave up.
2: I gave up on it. Um, <laughs> I, I couldn't get in, I couldn't get into it for some reason. I don't know what it was. Uh, maybe it's, um, seeing John Cena's junk. Um, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, okay, cool. But
1: uh, I don't know. I just couldn't get into it.
0: Uh, Lou, what did you think of the series?
1: I thought it was actually really well made, dude. I mean, it's, it, it felt like, um, james gunn at his most unhinged uh you know it it felt like it felt like um what the guardians of the galaxy could be if marvel lifted the pg-13 uh veil off of it and let james Gunn's uh weird i mean perfectly honest perverted mind run amok and i'm with you then like i don't know if the i don't know if it's i'm, I'm still trying to consolidate if it's actually funny or is it just funny because it's John Cena saying that stuff? Yeah. Like I'm trying to imagine like if Hulk Hogan back at his peak of his popularity in the eighties was in like, I don't know, made did a cameo. I'm trying to think of a, of a raunchy comment. or like did a, did a cameo on like a, a, an extended run on like married with children as like the quirky next door <laughs> neighbor. And was like, you know, cussing and all that stuff or, or, or had a weekend at, at, bernie's kind of uh, r-rated comedy like how would it would it have been funny because it's funny or is it funny because it's john cena saying bad words and like walking around in his underwear or like saying all this like uh, wildly insensitive stuff, but yeah, I mean, I thought it, but uh, at the end of the day, I thought it was funny because it made me laugh, and yeah, it's a totally different because it
0: made me laugh.
1: <laughs> it's funny because it made me laugh. I'm not trying to get all like, yeah, <laughs> Asian Am humanities over here, but like, it's funny, but yeah, I liked it, dude. I liked it a lot. I'm um, looking forward to if they do come up with a season. Oh, no, they are, they're gonna I come up with a season cool. two. Gun um, is back I... directing and writing, yeah. Who, who's this? James Gunn
2: James is Gunn back. back.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. So he's not both big, writing and writing, directing. Yeah. making after Guardians he, 3, I guess. Yeah, he after he finishes back.
0: Guardians 3,
1: he's doing it. Nice, dude. Okay. Uh, I mean, no, I, I'm not sure who else can do it, but yeah. I thought the plot lines and all this stuff was super, like, uh, almost, like, uh, dangerous uh, territories, especially in this day and age, with, like, uh, an extreme uh, Nazi or, you know, clan uh, undertones, but I guess if you have any character, you can do it with uh, with this, with Peacemaker. Because, I mean, to be honest, I, I thought I was a comic book fan, but even Peacemaker was a deep dive. Like, who is this guy? So te- the, I guess technically James Gunn took the ball and ran with it and said, I'm going to do whatever I want to do with this guy. And it, it, it is what it's going to be. So, yeah, I liked it. Dude. What, what about you, H?
0: You know, a lot of the times I forgot that John Cena was John Cena. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah,
1: well, that's a good thing, right? How could you?
0: Because he had a haircut? I mean, he hadn't cut his hair in a long time? <laughs> but, like, I, I, I get you
1: what you're saying, though, H. Like, so, so when, sometimes when I watch The Rock, it's like The Rock is in The Fast and the Furious. Yes. Like, here, I get what you mean. Like, in here, it's, uh, it's Peacemaker. Like, like when I mean, he was in fast- jail or whatever, it's like, okay, it's Peacemaker being yeah. a, whatever. But, yeah, I get you, dude.
0: Like, Fast 9, I was like, John Cena is in Fast 9. Like, it was John Cena. Yeah, it was. A, you know what I mean? <laughs> he could have his way out of uh, a... Yeah, out of a paper bag. a oily paper bag from in and out But this John Cena... Like, even in, Peace- in in Suicide Squad, it was kind of, like, a little bit iffy. But this one, he fully commits to being, like, Peacemaker. Like, literally, having, having the T-1000 as his dad, and then, like, having the T-1000 being a complete yes. racist was really out of left center field. I had no idea what the heck happened over there. And I was just like, okay, if this is, this is the extreme casting that they decided to go with, then, you know, they are basically saying, nobody knows anything about this character. We're going to throw everything we know about him onto the wall. and see what sticks. And if you emotionally connect to it, then so be it. And then it's like, it, I thought it was going to be, you know, just about Peacemaker the whole time, but it ends up being that whole group thing was like, You know, them bonding and them actually turning into a team, that kind of deal. That's kind of what, that was what made the show for me. It's like, it doesn't, it's not like that for the first three episodes. But then the more that you see them, everybody bonding, that's when the show gets really good. So it's weird because it's like, you know, that whole thing where DC stuff tries tries to be in modern times and everything has to be kind of a a little bit more realistic. But when in Suicide Squad, they had, you know, Starro. So it's like, oh, okay, maybe this things like this can happen and it's kind of like that in this series where things can completely happen in this current universe that we live in but at the same time no one's going to have an alien invasion by butterflies and um, it's just one of the most random things and it ends up being so much fun to watch and then it's kind of like the whole running joke like so Dennis didn't see the running setup joke was they're going to try to save the whole universe. And every time people are asking him, why don't we just ask the Justice League to help us out? And, you know, Cena, I mean sorry, Peacemaker, <laughs> is like, yeah, this is not a big enough story for them. They're like, dude, it's the universe. You're not gonna say it. the universe. He's like, Yeah, they're just a bunch of jerks. He says different words, obviously. And um, yeah, we get the 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 surprise at the end of the episode, end of this series or season that nobody expected and And since you had no idea that that was coming, except for the fact that we kind of fast-forwarded right to it, (laughs) uh, what was your reaction to that? Or what was the scene, exactly?
2: Um, We obviously see, I guess, what you could call uh, the version of Justice League um, show up, uh, like, late as usual. Um, And, you know, uh, John Cena, not Peacemaker, is able to make fun of, uh, you know... uh, I, I, you know, he was able to talk about, um, you know, uh, intercourse with a uh, different species with, uh, with, with, with uh, Aquaman, and my favorite person in the world is able to crack a joke. Yay! Um, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, was it like people? Like I, I knew I, I heard there was a, the, the, there was a cameo, and I was trying to figure out I. I I actually thought it was going to be a Marvel cameo because of the way people were talking about how impossible the, the the cameo was. Like, how did it happen? How were they able to get away with this? But isn't Peacemaker a DC series? Yeah. So I I, I guess I don't get the... And by the way, cool... I like the fact that you have Jason Momoa and Ezra Miller wasn't as irritating as usual. Maybe it's because he didn't actually have to use his powers, so it looked like he was just standing there doing nothing. So he he was just Ezra Miller. So maybe I appreciated that. But <laughs> I, I don't get what the I I don't get what why it became such a you know a big wow factor for people.
0: I think for. For me, at least, the reason that I was kind of shocked by it was TV shows don't seem to acknowledge the fact that they're part of any other universe. Like, even though it is a direct uh, connection to The Suicide Squad, like, even that movie doesn't seem like it's connected to anything in the DCE. And to have technically whatever's left, the biggest actors they have, showing up into a TV show, it just seems like. Like, you wouldn't imagine that Jason Mom- Momoa would be like, okay, I'll play Aquaman for 10 seconds, just to, you know, diffuse of a rumor <laughs> that he heard about himself. I mean, that that to me was like, is that really Jason Momoa? Because, you know, you don't really see everybody's shadow at first. And then he actually shows his face. And then the fact that they had Ezra Miller there just to be there, that's when I was like, I think Dennis needs to watch this just because of the line that Momoa gets to say to like, so. Ezra Yeah,
2: um. Again, not that I'm the most fit person in the world, um, but Jason Momoa obviously is not preparing for Aquaman 2 yet. (laughs) Or maybe it's already done. (laughs) (laughs) Because he was way too much in the shadows.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I, I do like that little camera trickery of like we're only gonna focus on these two guys, but don't mind everybody else. Exactly. that flo- that floating guy in the background and the floating lady with a sword. Don't don't mind them. Well, that was the thing when I watched it. I looked at her. Who's the lady supposed to be? <laughs> it was it
2: was like like I you know I, I guess she should have been wearing like a a shield or a sword or, or maybe she was I don't know but it, she just looked like a blob that is like. Is that supposed to be a Green Lantern
1: or a <laughs> like Gal
0: Gadot? Or... It, it's just it, it. It also makes me laugh in the fact that of all the people they couldn't get to make a cameo was Henry Cavill because like not like he's doing anything big. I don't Besides get that either,
1: dude. You're right. I don't get that. Like he couldn't spare five minutes to to film Shazam for that. Like to make to make that scene work so much better, or even this one. Oh my gosh. But you're right. Maybe it's cuz they were making fun of uh Aquaman already. So I was like, I guess we'll pay will will pay off the joke uh I two hear, episodes. later. I hear there. it's
2: because of the fact that he's not in, under contract anymore.
0: Oh, well, that might be.
2: Oh. Like like it would have meant having to sign a new contract for him as Superman and they were like, nope.
0: What if that? What if that Just one to do cameo, a five cameo? What if the one cameo knocks out one of the appearances for Ezra Miller and he's one one less movie?
2: Thank God, would <laughs> <laughs> be the dream. Oh, really? <laughs> My dream is there to be a buddy cop comedy with Ezra Miller and uh, Tom Holland and then i can just ignore that movie <laughs> and
0: it never I happened you're gonna say it's it ends up like butch uh butch cassidy and the sunrise kid where they just jump out into the river and <laughs> this is like, i win in real life <laughs> i'm sure they're nice guys real people real people
2: okay any other thing that we want to talk about i think we're pretty much done for today
1: yeah i'm looking forward now to our uh, 200th episode um no pressure, Harold. No problem. <laughs> Not a problem. Now that we've got brand new equipment, thank you, Dennis, and uh and, and all that good stuff. So yeah, let's let's go out
2: with a bang. Okay, well that's it for us today. Hopefully, you enjoyed our episode. Um, if you like our episode, please make sure that you take a look at the two fanboys, the two fanboys one casual dot com for all of our old episodes, and of course we can
1: take a look at. On Facebook, anytime. I'm uh, oh, sorry. On Facebook, on the search bar, uh, drop two fanboys and a feel the casual. Add our main page and also add our very fun and active group page, with a bunch of like-minded nerds, geeks, gamers, and fanboys and fangirls uh, get together and talk smack about whatever uh, is happening in pop culture today. Anytime the podcast goes live, we'll be posting it there too.
0: And then on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, at two fanboys one casual. And then anywhere else you can find your favorite podcast, we are there as well. And on Twitch, we are twitch.tv/casualfanboygaming. Let's go.
1: Well, that, that the, way to keep up the the Twitch. By, by the way, H, thank you for carrying that by yourself.
0: <laughs> that I see the equipment in front of me. We could technically carry this together. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs>
2: Yeah, true. <laughs> well, that's it for us today, ladies and gentlemen. This is two fanboys and the, the Capsule. Casual. I hope you enjoyed our episode. This is Dennis. This is Lewis. The music
1: stopped. <laughs> that's right. This is terrible. See you later. I like that we can hear the music. That's exactly. cool. <laughs> <laughs>